Lee Rixby in the WPTF News Center. As our spring weather revealed drainage problems in your landscape, Permatil restores aeration and drainage in compacted soils with just one application. Work Permatil particles into the soil around the roots of existing plants or into new planting areas to improve soil structure permanently. For lawns, raised beds, and containers, Permatil is the number one amendment for drainage and aeration. Permatil helps in dry conditions too by providing pathways deep into the soil where roots can find moisture in cooler temperatures. Whether we have too much rain or not enough, Permatil creates resilient soil for healthy roots. Are voles damaging your plants? The Permatil vole block barrier will stop voles in their tracks without chemicals or poisons. Permatil is sterile and inert and well-suited for organic gardens, too. Permatil is a porous and durable expanded slate that's produced in North Carolina. You can find Permatil at your local garden center. Learn more about Permatil at permatil.com or voleblock.com. WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're all here. Well, Miss Ann's not here. She's at the beach, but the rest of us are here at Campbell Road Nursery this morning for the Weekend Gardener. I'm Mike Raley. Phil Campbell is sitting right beside me. Good morning, Phil. Good morning, Mike. How are you today, young lady? I am doing good. I'm doing good. I'm so happy for this weather. Yeah. And um, it was so chilly this morning, we even got the fire pit going, so that was pretty nice. Yeah, and uh, we have uh, a most distinguished member of the panel here this morning, the former Secretary of State and Attorney General and uh, former uh, Deputy Counsel in the Senate Chief Counsel in the Senate Watergate Committee and uh, the current Secretary General of Gardening, who's uh, wearing uh, who's tortoise he? shell and blue glasses this morning. <laughs> who's he? <laughs> and where is he? I understand him. My name is Bobcat. Bobcat, yeah. <laughs> Josh went somewhere. He went to, to the, the zoo, zoo. And then the Bobcat is apparently the Rufus. Uh, Felis Rufus. I don't know. It's it's uh, very Latin, <laughs> which fits in since you were a lawyer and you know a couple of Latin Well, Rufus, Rufus is Latin. It's Rufus, Rufu, Rufamaram. That's the, the declension in Latin. And he was in the Bible. In Rufi, yeah, the, the cross bear was yeah. one of the name Rufus. Yeah, so. Well, all right. Spelled, spelled, all down pat now. And spelled backwards is suffer, S-U-F-U-R. Bob Ted Edmondson <laughs> is with us this morning here on, on the weekend. I feel like I shouldn't say that uh, since you're, you're such a distinguished member of the, the uh, 
Council of State and you know, all of that. I, I just and a friend of Phil Campbell. Uh, that's right. Yeah, uh, that's, that's right. right. A friend of Phil. Say right, that. Say uh, that. Hey, I, I heard some good news about you there, Mike. Oh, I don't. I don't know. You're uh, your grandpa again. I am a grandpa again. That's great news. Yeah. Yay. Yay. The best news is everybody's doing well. Yeah. So that's that's great. And I was telling you, he had, I, I put on Facebook, he had a little pouty picture. And that's <laughs> he because he wanted barbecue and chicken and corn sticks and some banana pudding. I but don't they doubt that. Give it to I don't doubt that. They're at Rex. I don't doubt it. I don't know what's wrong. But I don't. I can't figure that out. We look forward to seeing him. We will see him in a couple of days, maybe. All right. But, um, he's... Uh, He's in hiding right now, <laughs> relaxing, hopefully. He's hopefully. in the witness protection program. <laughs> he is. He is for good reason. Yeah. All right. Uh, 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. Golly, it sure is pretty out here. Not only the weather, but my goodness, the flowers. Well, thank you. We. Uh, I have to, I'll go ahead right now and give the shout out to all of my people uh, the people that work inside, Maya's inside, and the people, all of my people that work outside to help me, um, they have worked really hard. They always do, but they're so supportive and so kind. And uh, look who I see walking up over Phil here. Franklin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you better come you over be, here. You come on over here, so right can, here. I right want to hear you. <laughs> right on the microphone. I want to hear that magic voice. Oh, my goodness. Phil, I have missed you, buddy. Oh wow! How about that, Phil Franklin? Now Have Phil, Phil uh, worked at, at WPTF uh, for years and years, and uh, worked with with some of the greats. I mean, you truly did. Um, you, I didn't get a chance to work with Bill Jackson, but uh, you knew Bill, and I did. Did you know? Did you work with Charlie Gaddy? I did. Yeah. So I, you know, it's incredible. It really is. We found this. Josh uh, found this. And uh, I, we think it probably dates to the 60s. Who found it? Uh, Josh Zach did. Up, hey, Josh. Upstairs, it was stored away, and uh, it, it's really pristine. And but it's it's an old banner from something that we uh, we were on the air somewhere. <laughs> uh, maybe the 60s. I don't know, but uh, I figure that you and Charlie Gaddy and all those folks probably saw it. Uh, so, uh, how are you, my friend? You I'm doing great. okay. For an old guy. You don't you don't age though. Oh yes, I do. Well, you you do not look, like look at this. I saw well, you. that's just an equalizer. <laughs> <laughs> In case somebody gets I wish. That's right, that's right. I saw you at Food Line the other day and you were walking up and I I mean you just look great. Well thank you. Well, that yeah. could be for directing traffic or any number of things. <laughs> that's yeah. directing anything. Yeah, well maybe. Uh-huh. Well, I, I, I'm so glad you came out. I it's feel, great to see you all. Yeah, yeah, we're still here. You know, I've um, in four years I'll celebrate my 50th year at WPTF. Can you believe that? Well, yes. You me when I was a baby. Yeah, <laughs> almost. <laughs> yeah, you were just 22. You were out of college, I believe. Right. We were in, and we both started, and you were regular and I part time. In about 72 or 73, uh, 1972 or 73, and so that makes well, about I was 50 not, years. Yeah, 75 for me, but uh, you you predate me um, at PTF, but uh, that's and you were very lucky, as I as I said, to to know even more of the greats than I did. 
But uh, we, we learned, we both, I'm sure, learned, and, and I'm sure you taught people, but uh, we both learned from some of the greats too, didn't we? No, I, I learned from, I didn't teach anybody anything. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. Uh, yeah, doggone right you did. Uh, Ned Champion. Think of old Ned. Yeah, Ned. Ned and <laughs> and uh, Tony Rigsby is still Rigsby still is downtown. Yeah, uh, say hello to him. Uh, yeah, yeah, I shall. He may be listening right now. I don't know, but we. Uh, he's on he's, the air. He's that's right. He's on the air. He's doing news. Yeah, I, I heard him just a few minutes ago. So he's hey Tony. He's supposedly working <laughs> this morning, but um, so w are you still playing the fiddle? Hey, I was playing a little bit. Yeah. How about that? Fiddling around, huh? Fiddling around. Now, Rufus, did you did you sing with, was it the Brothers in Bluegrass? Mm-hmm. Did you sing I, with at them? At one any? time or another, I went up and grabbed the microphone when I was running for governor to sing with everybody. And, of course, my mother said that I, I sang my way out of the governor's office. <laughs> That's right. And, and she did say this, too, Phil. She said if he'd have sung a lot more Amazing Grace and a lot less Honky Tonk Angel, he might have been governor. Amen. <laughs> So are, are you performing any? Uh, just uh, privately. My friend uh, Tom Langdon, Dr. Tom Langdon from uh, uh, Garner, mm -hmm. and, and I, we, we pick uh, occasionally. What does he play? He plays guitar. Oh, okay. And um, he, he, he really is a multi-talented musician. He, he plays several different instruments, but mainly guitar. I have uh, mentioned this on the air before, and you'd be interested in this because my father, who uh, died very early in life, he was in his 40s, he was a Chevrolet Buick dealer in Nashville. And, but in the 30s, in the mid-30s, he was a regular on the, the Saturday Night Barn Dance uh, sponsored by Crazy Water Crystals at WBT in Charlotte. And it later moved to uh, PTF. He played occasionally there, but he played a guitar and sang on that show really? every Saturday night and yeah he was quite a musician and singer I don't think I ever saw him play the guitar but he he um, he sang anytime we were in the car he just sang and sang and sang and yodeled talking about uh, singing on, uh, on the program my my friend here uh, did that uh, a couple of times yeah and Rufus, uh, uh, <laughs> sings any chance he gets too we had a lot of fun then I'm yeah. telling was you was that the the Hap Hanson night? Yes. Every night was for a Hap Hanson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I remember one time singing on the stage at, at uh, down Memorial Auditorium, and Hap was doing the, what, what was his late night show? Interstate, Interstate 68. Interstate 68. Yeah. And Loretta Lynn was there. Hmm. And what a night that was. Yeah. yeah we, uh, Hap got around. I guess of all the people on PTF, I remember the most was Hap. Yeah. Because he was just Hap. He yes, there. he was. Well, you did weather forecast with him, too, when he was in TV, <laughs> big TV star. I will never forget that. We we had all the techn the technology of the day were moving weather blocks, wood, wooden blocks on a map that had rain on one and clouds on the other and the sunshine on one. And that was the yeah. that well, was a new was technology. technology then. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, well, I'm going I'm to make it rain over here, half. It worked. He Nobody said, well, cared about he that said, anyway. He said, well, they need it. <laughs> Do you remember PTF TV? Yeah, you know, Hap was the weatherman. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that, yeah, sure. Yeah, that yeah was, that's uh, where I got to be the the guest weatherman one night. Yeah, yes. That sir, showed you right. how how careful they was they were about weather. <laughs> Hap had to move had to move to a different time period because he just couldn't sleep. The man complained about not being able to sleep all the time because he's doing that overnight show. So. 
there was one week that I took over a uh, midnight broadcast. Oh, wow. And I did that for a week. And, of course, I was working elsewhere uh, during the day. And about Thursday, uh, staying up, sleeping, it was no joke. That's like a horse. I'm yeah, telling you. Because, I mean, on that show, you had to perform because it was a request show. Yep. And people were calling from all over the place. And the next year, he went out to that was when I went out to the disc jockey uh, convention in Nashville. Yeah. And the next year, the people asked me, I PTF asked me if I would do that uh, night gig again. But I was working during the day at the same time. And I said, no way will I do that again. You know, Hap was supposed to... Hap was supposed to spend the night at a uh, in Elvis's suite at some hotel in in Nashville, wherever he stayed. But he uh, something got messed up and he didn't get a chance to do it. But uh, he was he was really disappointed about that. <laughs> but he met a lot of people, Waylon Jennings and Willie Nelson. Interviewed a lot of people. So, yeah. well, Philip, uh, I am uh, I am blessed today. I had a, a brand new grandson yesterday. Oh, congratulations! And I get to see you today. So, at, uh, at two days in a row. Well, I really appreciate you coming up. I really do. And sit with us as long as you yeah, want, everybody. Yeah, we're here. Just yeah. we gotta we gotta hang out here till about eleven anyway. And so just hang out. If you have any uh, <laughs> thoughts about gardening, you can participate in that too. Okay, thank right. you very much. Right, it's buddy. good to be with you and see you all. You, you, prior to me working with John Harris, you worked with John Harris yep. at Target Garden because you were the Saturday morning disc jockey. That was the highlight of my short call at PTF. Well, it wasn't short, really, because I worked from, I don't know, mid-70s until uh, through 85. That's right. That's right. That's when and John then uh, I think I might have worked... Uh, a couple of weekends in '86, I remember it. It got down to zero. Yeah. Temperature. Probably in the studio. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, it was quite a pleasure working with uh, with the late John Harris. Yeah. He he was uh, quite a yo. He quit uh, pretty much after I took over. So I don't know what that says about me. I I did. He was. Well, I, I know. To be on the show after a few times after. That. I know what he told me. He said, "I'm not teaching another announcer." <laughs> After he got through with me, that was it. He was he well, was tired Evans, of that. Irv Evans took care of that, thank goodness, and and Phil and Ann Clapp and and all the great Pam Beck, all the great gardeners we've had on over the years. It's uh, you know the show is is uh, 36 years old this year. The Weekend wow. Gardener, so that uh, Tar Heel Weekend Gardener is 76 years old, without stopping. So that's pretty incredible in the field. Time yes, passes. Yes, it, it is. <laughs> 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Uh, Phil, you've got beautiful roses. Those are right in front of us. Uh, you've got, um, what else you got we've around? We've got, hang on, point out some of the yeah, stuff. Yeah, we've got, um, my brother was kind enough. We, we got hanging baskets back on Monday, and then he was kind enough to meet Palmer last night in Mebane to unload another batch of hanging baskets because we sold out. Um, we have tropicals. We have um, lots of annuals. I mean, I, petunias. I, yeah, petunias. Really I don't petunias. know. I really don't know of any annuals. Too much of any annuals that we don't have. And if you don't see something on a table, uh, we probably just haven't brought it up. So don't mind asking. Yeah. 
And uh, we just got, and we've got some, uh, we do have some containers that still have fall flowers, fall to winter flowers in them. And I left those for a reason uh, because it was 28 degrees here just over a little over a week ago. And, um, you know, we, it, we can enjoy these just a little bit longer and um, see what they'll do if we plant them in the fall for next year. So we just kind of like to, we still have people that are looking at these and, and seeing um, how they're doing, and I think that's a good thing. You, meant, you mentioned tropicals. Do you have any windmill palms or um, sago palms, which are not really We do have some sagos, and we do have some Chinese fan right now, uh, and we do have, I think we do have a few more majesties. Um, you know, windmill? <clears throat> not right now. We usually get those from our perennial, I mean, our shrub grower. Oh, okay. But um, the problem, the problem with, uh, you'll find, most people will find out sooner or later, uh, tropicals this year are in short supply. The word on the street is that when the uh, when it froze in Texas, uh, a lot of the people from Texas went to Florida and got all the tropicals they could find, and um, so it left us with uh, few and far between. Even if even though we had uh, pre-ordered those back in January, uh, they did, didn't get them grown out quite in time for us. So they're a little bit smaller this year. They don't look as good as we'd like for them to, but at least we've got some. So that's that's good news. Rufus, you uh, have you planted your tomatoes? I, I have not. I'm going to wait till uh, May one. I, I guess we're on it right today. Aren't that's we? the day. That's yeah. That's yeah. right. Well, I better leave. Today's I better not leave without some tomatoes then. Well, uh, the extension agent Colby Griffin mentioned early May. Yep. As a, a great time to plant things if you're really, really, and truly worried about. The cold. That's uh, your well. I've tried everything chance. known to mankind to make tomatoes early, and have found that nothing works right. until the soil warms up. That's right. I don't care what you do. I've had them even with half-inch tomatoes on them stuck out there, fifteenth of April, and they didn't get ripe and ready until the rest of them did that I planted a month later. Yeah, I had one of my landscapers come up yesterday and tell me, "You told me." about three and a half weeks ago that we were going to have another really heavy frost or freeze and he said i kind of believed you but i really didn't and he said i really appreciate you not selling me my flowers because they would have been frosted and i'm like you're right because we lost tomatoes i left the tomatoes out on on purpose actually just to kind of let people know that hey you cannot do that phil i uh, do you you're a country boy you've grown all kinds of vegetables. I I'm 150 percent country. <laughs> I don't. I don't grow anything anymore. In fact, this road out. Uh, this road out here, John Franklin Road, is uh, that. That's yeah, got a Franklin that's, in it. That's some of my cousins got into that naming of that. Um, yeah. That road. So but, that kind of uh, makes y'all kin in some way, doesn't it, Phil and you? Yeah, the Frank, uh, the Franklins and the Campbells are kin. Yes. How about that? Well, the people that lived in this house, which I think now is the oldest house on Campbell Road. Yep, it is. It's over I don't 100 know now. It was built because it was there when I first remember. Oh. And it was uh, a cousin Henry and cousin Alice. Yep. Uh, they were cousin to the Franklins. Mm. Cousins to the Franklins. How about and, that? And uh, that house has been there. Ever, ever since I can remember. So do you grow tomatoes? Uh, have you grown No, I don't, I, I don't do any of that anymore. Okay. Well, you used to have a beautiful garden, 
And you used to have uh, chickens that were different colors or laid different colored eggs. I remember <laughs> well, you know, that you'll never, you'll never forget that, will no, you? No, I will not. <laughs> it was fascinating. What what breed are those? Araconas. Araconas, yeah. Yeah, they were they were pretty eggs. <laughs> I'll probably bring it up every time I see Phil. Did you ever see those, Phil? <laughs> no, I didn't, but I um I remember, was it Mr. Presley Franklin that had the... Um, that had the pigeons. Yeah, they just and burned his house. They just burned his house. Yeah, I know the fireman did that. Yeah, and I mean that's a good thing. It's sad. I haven't yeah. been down there. It's very sad to know that that part of our history is gone. However, I I am happy that and hopeful that they learn some things that will either save their life Certainly. or save somebody else's life when right. they go into a house. So they did that last Sunday, and it took them. It took them basically basically all day mm -hmm. and um they would burn it a little bit and then put it out so they did that. a lot of training and um yeah that yeah. was like you said a good thing yes yes all right uh 919-860-9783 we're out at campbell road nursery and campbell road in raleigh more of the weekend gardener coming up it's 8 uh 825 the April showers may come your way. They bring the flowers, they bloom in May. Man, what is raining? Have no regret. Because it is raining, rain, you know it's raining violet. That's uh, Bugs Bunny. Good, good morning, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to May. May Day. Kentucky That's Derby right. today. We got Phil Franklin. Uh, we got uh, Rufus Edmondson. Josh is here. Phil's here. Uh, Mike Slayman is somewhere. I guess he's listening. He's listening somewhere to make sure we sound good. And probably listening. Yeah, probably listening to uh, <laughs> what we're what we're doing here. Does that mean that I get cut off every time you no, listen? No, 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 no. <laughs> we want to make sure you're clear as a bell, Phil. That's right. Those golden Thank tones you. are yours. So, uh, uh, Marilyn, uh, Marilyn said she was going out of town this week, so she sent me uh, some tidbits of copy here early and. You know, it's uh, things, some things never change. We had to we had to apply some some rabbit uh, repellent from uh, I Must Garden this way. They were trying to get my banana tree because it's you know it's just coming right, up. Right, right. And they were they've been chewing on it a little bit, and we haven't uh, we haven't had any problems since we applied that. But it's amazing the amount of wildlife we have here in the Triangle and the damage they can do. Equally amazing. That's why so many folks in our area depend on IMUS garden repellents to control animal damage. If you have deer or rabbits eating your plants, squirrels digging in your flower pots, moles and voles tunneling through your lawn, IMUS garden has a solution you need. IMUS garden will protect your beautiful garden with natural repellents that are pleasantly scented, effective, and long-lasting. Every IMUS garden repellent has been individually formulated to provide safe and effective protection. IMUS Garden blends natural ingredients with botanical oils to give you the most effective repellents on the market. They're easy to use, and you don't have to reapply them after every rain. The repellents are available in a variety of sizes, from ready-to-use spray bottles, cost-saving concentrates, and easy-to-use shaker jars. It's no wonder IMUS Garden has become the favorite repellent for so many gardeners. You'll find IMUS Garden at locally owned independent garden centers and hardware stores, and of course, right here at Campbell Road Nursery. Protect your garden today with natural pest control from IMUS Garden Repellent. Earth friendly, people and pet friendly, and made right here in the Triangle area. IMUS Garden. Let's go to uh, Francis in New Hill. Francis. 
Good morning. You've been out to Campbell Road a few times, haven't you? Oh, my goodness. How are y'all doing this morning? <laughs> We're, We're doing, doing great. We're doing we good. We could be better. We really, I mean, if, if I was any better, I wouldn't be able to live with myself. That's right. He's a new grandpa. <laughs> I'm calling to tell Phil that I went out to her nursery, my neighbor and I, and we had the best time. And I just want you to know that you've got some people out there that were just wonderful to help us. And mm-hmm. they were calling us by our first name before we left. We were just oh, wow. having a good time. Well, that's uh, great. But, Phil, there was one thing I could not find, and I wonder if you're going to have it. It's a, I think it's, it's a shrub, I guess you'd call it. It's called G-A-U-R-A. Gara? Gara? Or... Gara? Yeah. Uh, we do have some. Unfortunately, it was in the back, and um, the ladies did not realize it. Uh-huh. Um some of the retail people can't keep up with what we're doing because we're growing stuff so fast. But, um, yeah, it, we do have some now. We still have some. Okay, and uh, well, I think the ladies took it out back. yesterday. to the peri- It's at the perennial bed. Okay. It, and also, yeah. I wanted to tell you, your prices were great, and I just had the best time. My son and his wife give me a gift certificate, a gift certificate to your place every year. And I just look so forward to spending that money plus more because you can't resist it. Um, Chinese uh, Chinese wisteria was another one that I can't keep. I just cannot forget how that looks. It's a beautiful vine. Right, right. Well, uh, Rufus, anything that you'd like to interject <laughs> about wisteria? Well, she, she said Chinese, I guess. <laughs> oh, my you God. You, you, Francis, you don't really love that stuff, do you? Well, there's one that doesn't. That it doesn't, doesn't spread. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it, it's um, just what they told me. This lady told me. So, right. Oh, uh, I Princess, might find a place for that one. And it's, it's, I just wanted to tell you, I just look so forward to going out there. And you've got a great place. It's, well, Francis, we just love you coming here. I'm glad that you. Um, I'm glad that you do have a good time and and uh, find some. It. We like for people just to have a peaceful time here. Yeah. Um, I think you, so. Everybody experiences that because it is a. Uh, it's just a, a really nice place, much better than your other one, I think. So. Yes, it is. That other one. Okay, well, that's like it. That was my question. Bowl. I'll be back out to look at the, the Gara. All right, that sounds great. Okay. I'll be looking Thank forward you. to seeing you. Bye-bye. Thanks, Francis. Thanks, uh-huh. Francis. Appreciate you calling. 919 860 9783 is uh, the number to call if you'd like to participate this morning. Uh, tell us more about the roses. That you have today. You well, gorgeous roses. You, and start. Why don't you start with the ones on the okay. table here? Well, that one is one that I've had planted at my house for about five years now. It never in the spring and summer and the fall. It is never without blooms. It is a floribunda rose, and it is. Um, I wish Ann was here because she knows more about roses than I do. But well, um, she's beaching it. I know. Well, lucky she's, her. She's beached. Lucky her. Somewhere. <laughs> so, um, but it's called Easy Does It, and um, it stays full of blooms all. I mean, all summer long. And with it being a floribunda, it do, it doesn't seem to have as much of a problem with black spot on the leaves or um, insects and that sort of thing. I. I don't know why, because I don't do anything to it at all. I just leave it alone and let it bloom. We do have a few of those left. I ordered 15, and they're almost gone. Um, We do have some hybrid teas. The roses have sold this year faster. Well, everything's selling faster, but the roses especially. Uh, We do have some climbers left, and we do have some uh, hybrid teas left, and we've got 
a really good selection of um, the um, drift roses and knockout roses left. I think the Lady Banks rose has been prettier uh, yeah. this year it than has. I ever remember it being. They're all. I don't. I guess it's all the rain that we had early on, and uh, and now it's dry, and 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 the dry keeps the blooms and things like that looking good. Yeah, yeah. yeah for a long, longer well, time. There's a beautiful lavender. Uh, rose colored lo- rose over there. There's is that a one, Florabunda or no? I think that lavender is a hybrid tea. Oh, okay. I think so. It should have a nice fragrance. Mm-hmm. Most hybrid teas have. And this well, this, this uh, Florabunda that I, we first mentioned has. Yeah, uh, it does whoop. have it. Smell. Oh my gosh, it I does. Can, it's yeah. got it all, really. Yeah. Well, what is that wonderful right? color, Phil? What what? How have you describe that? Is that, that coral? Color? Well, it's kind of a corally orange and peach. Yeah, yeah. it's got. It's it's kind of like um, the um. What's the one that you have, you, we were talking about earlier? Tequila Sunrise. Tequila Sunrise. It's a yeah. little bit like Tequila Sunrise. Yeah. And um, it's, but it is beautiful. It, I mean, it is just, that, I, uh, I do nothing sunrise to it. Is a, is that a four bundle? I think it is. It's, I'm it's almost sure it is. It's the most reliable rose I have yeah. ever had. Well, it, this one goes right along with it. Well, I mean, I it is just uh, gorgeous. I can't believe how pretty the blooms are. Yeah. Phil, do you like roses? I guess most people do, but... Uh. Uh, of course I do. Um, I have one now that was brought in by my uh, relatively new uh, son-in-law. And uh, when he moved and married my daughter, he he brought this rose and I'm having trouble with uh, the black spot on it. In fact, I got some uh, uh, some stuff yesterday that uh, is supposed to, to cure that. And I'm looking forward to the, the color is... Uh, of the of the uh, blossom is similar to this one that I'm looking at here. Yeah, but um, it's extraordinary. I'm I'm trying to nurse it and get it to to the point that it it really shows. As long as you for, don't forget and try to grab it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, been there and done that. That one's got some some thorns. Oddly enough, it it they're not really bad though. Um, this one is one of the I guess lesser. Thorned roses, if that's the way you want to say that. Yeah, the, but, you know, the tequila sunrise doesn't have a lot of. Yeah, this one doesn't. Um, I've got a couple down there at my house that are just woohoo. Yeah. You try to cut those and <laughs> they'll eat you yeah, up. Yeah, there are a lot of yeah. things in the garden that will do that to you. Yeah. You know, besides the hollies and, and yeah. things, uh, the mahonias, of course. The mahonias are dangerous. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Whoa. William is in Durham. William, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud Come and on. clear. Oh, I just got a blast. I have a two um, inches. One is about a rose. It's called the Cardinal Derichelieu. Now, I must admit that I got it imported from uh, California, and it grew well. But then we had some bad snaps, and I lost it. And I can't seem to find anyone in this area who sells or have that rose except someone who was in a garden show in Raleigh several years ago, and I don't have his name. But it is called the Cardinal Derichelieu, and I was wondering where I might find it. Wow. I don't know. Uh, um, let me do a little... Uh... Let me do a little bit of uh, background checking on that. If you want to keep listening, maybe we can uh, find find that for you. Will All you right. say that? Will you and say that again? Cardinal? Yeah, there, there's the... Um, it's like the um, Cardinal who was in France. 
Oh, David Austin Rose, yes. Uh, let's see. I, I, I find it I find it online, but um, I don't know that I don't know that I there I don't know that there's any place around here you could probably find it someplace. But it's a pretty rose. It's uh, let me take my it's kind of a I don't know, that's not, it's not maroon, it's it's, it's, it's a almost purple, purple, it's like maroon. A purple. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a real dark purple. Right. It's really uh-huh. an interesting bloom on it too. But uh, that sounds sounds very elegant. Now you can you can order it. There are several places online that you can order. It, it almost looks like a uh, peony. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bloom look looks very much like a peony. Yes. So uh, yes, uh, it's a hybrid. I don't know if it's a hybrid tea. Well, if I um, am able to get the information from you, even if I have to um, go uh, offline and uh, be able to, I guess, uh, write you or get something, email or something like that, I'm willing to to, do that. Yeah, I don't know. But I've been trying to find it for almost a couple years now. Right. A garden center might be able to get it for you. There are some garden centers online or growers online like Rogue Valley Roses, for instance, that uh, carries it. And it's, okay. uh, it says it's out of stock there. It must be very popular. Uh, I believe that it is. If you don't get it yeah, early, I, I, you I won't can see get why. it that season. That is a gorgeous rose. Yeah, it is. Don't, maybe Witherspoon in Durham. Yeah. Have you, ever, have you ever tried I Wither, Witherspoon? I don't think they do, because I've tried in the past, and yeah. they don't, they don't yeah. have it. Wow, if they don't have it, I don't know who would uh, around mm. here. I mean, they're they're the best with certainly with roses. Uh, I don't know. You can you can I guess just keep trying online and and uh, maybe call Phil's place. On All Monday. right. And my second inquiry is: I hear you saying a lot about I must. Now, is I must a deterrent to squirrels? I have there is a squirrel repellent. They own my backyard, and yeah, they're always I, there is a with squirrel repellent. <laughs> One of the things is I had some uh, sunflowers coming up, and uh, they got rid of them. So I wonder about. Oh, no. I must. Well, you know the uh, the squirrels can can certainly uh, be a problem, and they. Uh, I don't know how long it's been out, but Imus Garden does have a squirrel repellent, and uh, you know, if you try some of that, I hope it will uh, will help uh, Phil and Nelson, all the nursery people who advertise on the Weekend Gardener certainly love IMUS and stand behind it. And they do have um, they do have the squirrel, but they also have the um, the animal repellent, and it's um, it's granular. And you, I was talking. Marilyn came by the other day on a Sunday and brought my um, my product. And so we talked almost an hour, and Good. so uh, it was great. And I was talking with her, and, and the granular animal will deter squirrels as well. Well, I'm, I'm a good example of how they will deter. Uh, I had tomatoes, and every time that one would get up ready, ready for me to eat, the squirrels were eating them. And so I sprinkled <laughs> around I must garden, and it did deter those little devils. And I, and I mean little devils. Yes, they are. Yeah. William, I appreciate okay. you calling us so much, and, and 
I hope you, if you find that rose, you please let us know where. Because all right, it is. Thank a you very much. Thank Appreciate you. Have a wonderful day. Much. Yes, sir. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. If you want those roses to grow well, try some black cow, the mature manure. The warm planting season is here. Uh, make sure that you get your flower and vegetable gardens off to a great start with black cow. Prepare your new plant beds with a one and a half inch layer of black cow in the area and then mix it into the soil about six inches deep. Black cow is natural and organic and it contains nutrients that are released slowly without burning tender roots. And you know what? You open up the bag, it doesn't smell bad. It's perfect organic matter. It's been composted the right way. Pick up a bright yellow bag and get growing. For more details, check out Black Cow's website. It's blackcow.com. That's blackkow.com. 919-860-9783. We're at Campbell Road Nursery in Raleigh. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. It's 850. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 854. Mike Rayleigh here along with uh, Brother Rufus. Ann Clapp is on vacation. And uh, we're at Phil Campbell's place, Campbell Road Nursery. Phil Franklin is with us, a former WPTF announcer, and we're so glad he had a chance to stop by since part of this this uh, road over here, John Franklin, is <laughs> named after his his uh, relatives. So uh, it's it's apropos that you uh, should be here with us, my friend. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF. Scott is in Raleigh. Scott, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. Yes, sir. I got, I got, how can we help you? I have a crepe myrtle that I have to move. I know this is not the best time of year to do that but i don't really have a choice it's about probably 16 years old it's probably 20 25 foot tall Um, well do you have a backhoe i do actually i have a bobcat yeah it's that is what they would take i think probably for the root system on that would you everybody concur phil don't you think a tree that big would probably need uh some help with the backhoe to get as much of the root system well uh yes different from a grubbing hoe (laughs) definitely it needs a backhoe rather than your back yeah doggone right okay do i can i trim it some before i dig it up or well yeah i i don't know i don't think that'd hurt it yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it it would. Is it uh, start getting any leaves? Uh, yeah, it's full of leaves. It's got full. Okay. Uh, some of them are just coming out. Some of the later varieties. Yeah, you could you could prune it, but you know, don't give it a don't give it a haircut. Sure. Okay. You know, a, a flat the, top or anything. The, place, the 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 place that I put it, um, do I do I do any kind of amendment to the soil or just dig a hole? Put it you got a yeah well. You're gonna you're gonna need uh, if you do that you're gonna need a big lot of, <laughs> of compost because you're gonna need to dig a big hole too. Okay. So I, I should think you'd be okay with just removing 
what you do with your backhoe, that soil put right down in a hole big enough that I, I don't see it. Well, crape myrtle is very easy to keep alive. Yeah, I mean, they're indestructible almost. Phil, do you, you think a backhoe's basically, uh, if, he, if he does that, digs it up properly, gets yeah. as much of the root system as possible and digs a, a big big hole? Yeah, you should be fine. Um, not yeah, too deep. Yeah, not. you don't need to go too deep. Uh, yeah, crape myrtles are, uh, they're, they're a bear sometimes to okay. Uh, okay. to get rid of. Yeah, I would be in big trouble if I had to use a backhoe. <laughs> it's no telling well, what I, appreciate, I would do. Um, I appreciate your taking my call. Yeah, well, you don't sound too happy I, with well, it, Scott. It's, I... it's <laughs> he, want, he wants us to come over there and everybody well, I, get around you the circle and dig. Brother, you don't want me to come over there and have to do it. Cause I... Well, I've driven a backhoe, but I, I've never driven a bobcat. I would love that. Yeah. That, that seems well, like, you know, bobcat has... That's a, right. Well, Rufus Rufus is akin to the bobcat. There, there's a bobcat named Rufus. No, I think that's his genus. His genus, yeah. yeah. The bobcat is part well, of that family. The Rufus well, good deal. family. Thank y'all for taking my call. Y'all have a good day. All right. Thank Scott. you. Hey, call us back and let us, <laughs> let us I, I know what happens. I'll do it. I'll All right. Do it. Thank you. All right, Thanks. Bye. He sounded like he was ready to get off the air, yeah. or he wanted to get to his job. He wanted to get to that Bobcat. Yeah. <laughs> 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. We're at Campbell Road Nursery today. And crepe myrtles are very hardy. In fact, I've been trying to kill what's, what was left of one <laughs> for about the last 20 years. No, no Yeah, way. you know, I, I've just, just been doing what I can to get rid of it, and it's just, just not going to cooperate. So once they are established, they are hard to get rid of. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry too much about it. Yeah. But it's still a pretty big tree, Yeah, 25 feet tall. Yeah. yeah. You, but might, are, are you might need some help too, Scott. Are you ready for the uh, Cliff Joyner book? We uh, got 20 seconds. All right, here he goes. When you're good at something, you will tell everyone. When you're great at something, they'll tell you. There you go. All right. Yeah, we don't want any big egos here. Thank you. Thank you, Rufus. Thank you, Cliff. Uh, 919-860-9783. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up.